a podcast for artists to grow and learn the real truth of being a creative entrepreneur. The Vero Podcast, hosted by Kelly Berry. What is up, Vero friends? It's your girl, Kelly Berry. I am back for another episode of the Vero Podcast. And today, I, it's just going to be little old me. And because I have a couple things that I would really like to address and talk about. And rather than doing a super long Instagram story, I think I'm just going to come on here and talk to you guys through this platform because I feel like it's such a nice way to connect with you guys. So, you know, I have had some personal stuff going on in my life that... I can get into later in the show, but that has really brought a lot of light to a lot of things that um, I think not only a lot of people are struggling with, but I think a lot of people um, are that we're seeing as a society or as an industry, as a society, as an overall, um, it's an overall issue in today's world. And the first thing that I really want to talk about is uh, is judgment, and I think this kind of got brought up because of the, because of my girl J Lo, and you know I've I've had this thought so many times, and I think the world of social media is and Stacy and I Stacy Foley and I talked about this a lot last week, but you know the judgment that people give. I think nowadays is more brutal than it ever has been before. I feel like, you know, maybe it's because of the age of social media, maybe because it's so much easier now to make that judgment call sitting on your couch behind a screen or behind your phone or whatever it is. And, you know, it's it's so disheartening to me. I mean, not only just women to women, I think women to women can definitely be the most cruel. Um, For some reason, women really like to go after other women. And I, you know, it's so sad and so upsetting to me. Uh, But if you guys didn't or did watch the halftime show for the Super Bowl, you know, there's a lot of controversy going around it right now. And I suggest you go watch it and make your own opinion about it. And, you know, I'm not really here to... Um, you know, go either way about it, but I just think that it's so sad that it's people just all they do is just judge other people. I, I mean, I, you know, you see it in your everyday life, you see it. Um, I'm sure that you guys have dealt with it on your own accord and on your in your own personal lives. And, you know, it's just, it's enough. It's just enough. I understand that, you know, your views might be different than somebody else's. Everybody's views are different than everybody else's. And that's that's what makes us who we are. And that's great. But I think to go and blast somebody on the internet is just so, just low. And, and for what reason? For what reason and why why would that benefit you in what in any kind of way? 
I mean, why don't you call your mom or call your grandmother and or your best friend and discuss it, not blast somebody via Instagram or Twitter or wherever. I mean, I just think it's so pathetic that people have turned to this social media outlet to just make other people feel terrible. And while hopefully not all the time does it really get to somebody, but I would think a lot of the time it probably does. And, you know, J-Lo is obviously a huge figure in the pop industry and the music industry and the celebrity industry or whatever. But, you know, you can imagine that if people are going after her, you know, you can only imagine like what other people are doing to uh, their peers um, and people that they just see on the internet. And, you know, I have dealt with judgment so many times uh, personally, whether it be in my business or whether it be, um, you know, personally. So, you know, I've had times where people uh, comment on my Instagram posts and they just make that decision that they feel they either know me and know me or they have an opinion about what I say or what I do um, about my work about how I shot something specifically and you know it's so it's so funny because those those times genuinely just stick out in my brain and it's it's just so disheartening and so you know I encourage you to, as you're, and I think in this industry, it's it's really challenging to not to judge, um, because I think a lot of us, you know, we're we're in this tight knit industry of the wedding industry and or the creative industry in general, and it's hard not to judge other people, and it's hard not to. Uh, be jealous of either the jobs they're getting or the clients they have or the people that they know um, because, you know, you want those opportunities and you want that, uh, that chance. And so, but I really, really encourage you to, to step back and really think, you know, and to really think about what your thoughts are. <laughs> That's obvious. <laughs> Um, but, you know, to really put yourself in, you know, in either that person's shoes, because, I mean, you really can't in all honesty, because you have no idea what that person has gone through to get to that place. And maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe it's somebody personal or, you know, maybe they have gotten there and kind of on, um, you know, immoral ways or whatever and you can you know every situation is different but either way I just really encourage you to lift that person up rather than trying to put them down because I feel that the people are that are putting other people down and judging other people on social media are so insecure and whatever they are and we talked again about this uh last week with Stacy that obviously these people are uh this is bringing out their insecurities so they feel that they need to project their insecurities onto somebody else so and that's just not right whether that's in person social media or whatever so, you know, 
just food for thought on that because it's just been really bothering me that so many people have been blasting, you know, not just JLo, but I've just seen it so many places on social media and I'm just so tired of it. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just not right. And, you know, another thing that's so interesting is it kind of goes hand in hand is perception. You know, the perception that you have of somebody and the perception that you feel that they are either above you or higher than you or they do something better than you or they make more money than you, anything like that, you know, it's, it may or may not be true, but, you know, it's so funny because so many people have, I mean, we all have perceptions of people, right? So that's just an obvious thing. But, you know, it's most of the time, I would say that perceptions are pretty much going on the false side. You know, people perceive that whether it's a photographer you admire, a wedding planner you admire, or something else, you know, it's most of the time you know, not true. Uh, I know that my own perceptions of people have been very inaccurate uh, once I've gotten to know that person, once I've really made a connection with them and realized that they are, you know, just a regular human being trying to do the best job that they can in their profession. And so, (laughs) and it's funny because being on you know, I've said this before that once you start to put your voice out there, you know, via like this platform, my Vero platform, you know, people have a tendency to have a perception of you and make it judge you and also have a certain perception of you, of how you are and uh, your morals, your ethics, your work, your, what you say and, you know, I mean, that's why I try to be be as real and authentic with you guys as possible. I feel like I try to be, um, you know, Sean Strong and I talked about this too, that I'm, you know, when you meet Sean, he is exactly the same way as he is on all of his platforms. And I strive to be the, the same way because I want people to feel comfortable and uh, feel like they do know me and that they have um, access to all of those things I just said, my my ethics, my morals, my true self. So, uh, you know, I, I, I just think it's, I hear other perceptions that other people have of leaders in the industry and it's just comical because they're never accurate. And so... I just, I just really think that, again, social media has created this cesspool of, of just jealousy, envy, and I mean, of course, there's a lot of really great things that have come out of social media, and I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, I love my Instagram, you know, um, but, you know, I just think it, it, it really has harvested some really horrible insecurities in people, so you know, I want you to think about that as you're scrolling through social media. And again, you know, really the people that you do admire and that you do feel that green goblin of jealousy or that, you know, maybe uh, is a direct competitor of yours or, you know, whatever, you know, I just really encourage you 
to lift them up and to shoot them a message and to say, hey, you know, you're, you're really doing a great job. You're, you're killing it. You know, even when you're in your darkest of moments, even when you are not booking clients, even when you're not booking the things that you want to be booking, you know, being kind and, and lifting others up, I promise you, I like, I promise you, it will get you so much further than any kind of negativity or even just being, or even just doing nothing. I can promise you. And, you know, I've, I've learned this from a very close person. I, my grandfather uh, coached in the NFL uh, for since I was a baby and um, or since I, before I was even alive. That's actually how my parents met each other. Uh, my dad was the son of the head coach of the Eagles and my mom was the Eagles cheerleader. And oh my God, it's like this fairy tale story, but they got divorced. But... <laughs> But that is not, uh, that's not what I'm trying to, I'm not a relationship counselor, but, um, you know, I have learned so much from him for so much from my grandfather and just watching him through the years, how he has asserted himself in within the NFL and talking about perceptions and judgment and all that kind of stuff. And I have to say that he is somebody that has been so authentic through his career. And he, um, his name is Dick Vermeil. If anybody wants to look him up or, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of women in here probably have no idea who that is, but that's totally fine. And, um, and I encourage you to look him up and, you know, read a little bit about him, but he is a really inspiring person. He, came from nothing and worked his ass off to build a life for himself and his dedication to his work is just unlike anything that I've ever seen and you know he really just taught me what it was to be a leader and and how to stay true to yourself and stay authentic and and not give a flying flip what anybody else thinks about you because at the end of the day, it really does not matter. And you're going to continuously do you and continuously to forge your own path and continuously uh, beat down the haters. And so, but it's so funny though, because every single time that I tell anybody that I am related to him, anybody that knows him, that has followed him, that has followed his career, Every single solitary person has said, wow, he is such a great guy. These are just like general public people. Like these are people that don't know him, um, you know, and they just say to me like he is just such – he just seems like such a great person, like just such a great guy. Like I'd love to sit down and like have a, you know, glass of wine with him. Like he's just seems so – like such a genuinely great person. And that's what people have taken away from him. You know, I mean, that's what he has shown people through his whole career. You know, he's been known for 
you know, he cries all the time. He's very emotional. Um, so he has never been afraid to cry at a press conference or, uh, you know, and that's really rare being a man, um, especially in the NFL, especially in the football industry in general. So he's always been really well known for that. And he just wears his heart on his sleeve and he doesn't give a shit about anybody else. So it's really... It's, I actually had the chance to hear, I mean, I've seen him coach numerous football games, hundreds. And, but the thing that I think was so special to me is two years ago, I got to, he came down to Atlanta and I got to hear him speak at a, um, at a military school. And it was all about being a leader and, how that has looked for him in his life and how he has what he's done to be a leader in this industry and what it means to be a leader. And so I I you know I want to share some of that stuff with you guys today because I think it's so important. I literally have his speech recorded on my phone and I just listen to it sometimes just when I'm really down or when I feel on, you know, very uninspired or it's something that lifts me up tremendously. If I can, I'm going to see if I can get a sound bite, uh, if I can record some of it for you guys on this podcast, because I think it would be a really incredible, um, thing for you guys to hear. But, uh, you know, as a coach, he, he talked about how, how, like the how basic principles of being a human being is what it takes to be a leader, to be kind, to to lift people up, to to not judge people, to show empathy, to uh, treat them as human beings to value them, to genuinely value somebody, to value their opinion, to value uh, what they say, what they think. I mean, everything. And it's just common principles that are really so basic, but people just seem to forget about those things. I mean, even, you know, of course, like in the age of social media, you know, you have people that reach out to you all the time and you do your best to to, to give your 100% to everybody. And sometimes that's impossible. Sometimes it does happen. And, and it, I would say that I, I try, me and my team try really hard to make sure we connect with every single one of you. So, you know, it's just he just taught me how much or how important it is to value your team and to really listen to them and think about uh, what their needs are and how you could fulfill their needs. You know, you're not there, you know, you know, you don't, you don't, you do view yourself as a leader, but you also, your, your biggest concern is selfless and, you are selfless to your team and you devote yourself to your team 110%. Now that could be looked at as your clients. That could be looked at as your, um, you know, my Vero audience, which who I love you guys so much. You know, even, you know, it's so funny because I go on my, my uh, analytics for my podcast and it's so funny because I love looking at the analytics and to see who, you know, I can't see who has downloaded it, but I can see 
you know, how many people have downloaded it. And it just makes me so happy every time because I, when I started this, I just thought, you know, even if I have like five people, you know, like if I just had five people, you know, it just be like our own little, our own little thing. And, and, but, you know, I feel like there's so many of you that, uh, listen to the podcast every week. And I can't tell you guys how much that means to me because I really do enjoy doing it. And I enjoy sharing, you know, this, these kind of talks. I love, you know, because they're important to have and they're important to, you know, remind yourself of, you know, what everybody else is going through. It puts, it just puts everything into perspective. You know, it really, really does. So I'm going to, you know, I can talk about the really quick, the things that I have been going through on a personal level, um, whether it be my work, well, both my work and, or my business and personally, but so, you know, I have the past, I would say, well, first of all, after Vero France, Um, you know, my season kind of really slowed down. I think I had two more weddings after that. So December I had fully open, you know, well, of course I had, you know, photographers, you know, you have tons of Christmas shoots and all that kind of stuff. So December was not, not busy. Um, and it was, I think this season and this year, I genuinely just went so hard I mean, I went, (laughs) I really did. I really feel like I just, I don't know. I don't know how I got through it, to be totally honest. It was, I had some of the best, absolute best clients. So I'm not saying it's negative by any means. Had the best clients and worked with some of the greatest planners. And I planned two huge workshops And France was the biggest. And I don't know how I did it. I don't know. I kind of just maybe blacked out a little bit. I don't know. But so December and January have been so nice to just kind of decompress and think about everything that happened in 2019. And, you know, it's so funny because, you know, when you host an education platform... (laughs) You would think, you would, one would think that you would focus on education, like even in my brand, right? So I have Vero and then I have my own personal photography brand. And it's funny because I met and worked with the greatest of the great in this industry. And it's just funny because I feel like my brand and my business didn't get the education that it deserved in planning all of that. You know, I I wasn't able to soak up all of those things that were being taught and that were um, being implemented at the workshop because I was running around like a crazy person making sure everything was going smoothly. So, you know, I, for 2020, I plan to do things a little differently and, you know, really focus on what I need uh, from for what my brand needs, not what I need personally, but what my brand needs to grow and to uh, thrive. So, but it's just uh, it's just so funny because I think you you focus so much on something and you're so much in the present and you kind of like 
forget that, oh yeah, like I still have to continuously run this business. I still have to continuously push this. And, you know, it's, it's sounds stupid. Like you would think that one would obviously like do that. But honestly, it's just, I was so, uh, I was getting, I was so overworked and I was so, um, just in my head about everything that I just think that that's just what happened. So, you know, for 2020, I plan to do things a little bit differently, but as a consequence to that, I think that I have my, I'm left to pick up the pieces, um, and my brand and I think, yeah, I think my brand itself is not as strong as it could be. But I am not saying that I'm not proud of my work and I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, and of course, as artists and as business owners, we always strive to make sure that <laughs> to, to build, to make the most epic business ever. And I feel like that's the goal. And, but when you're, you know, preoccupied doing 10,000 other things, it's kind of hard to accomplish every single thing. So you know, and that's fine. And that's life. So I'm not hating on myself by any means. But you know, it just makes me excited for 2020 to really focus on and make my brand, you know, even bigger than it was in 2019. And it's just it's exciting. But you know, all those things that I've talked about judgment, perception and being a leader. And, you know, I think that those are all things that I've struggled with myself. Um, And so I that's why I really wanted to record this because I feel like it, it speaks to me. It's something that I have dealt with personally, uh, whether coming from either end. And I just have to continuously remind myself that, you know, what I'm doing and what I'm here for. So, you know, it's hard sometimes. Don't get me wrong. It's not always easy, but it's definitely something that um, has made me a better business owner, a better leader, and a better creative, a better artist, all of the things. So, you know, once you start letting those letting those walls down and really just, you know, accepting yourself and being who you are and allowing everybody to see who you are, I think it's a really, you know, and like we, again, we talked about this with Stacy last week, it's a really empowering feeling. So, and I feel like I give so much of myself to my Vero to my Vero audience. Um, I really, really try to. And you know what? If people think I'm, you know, a dumb blonde or whatever perception they have of me, that's totally fine. Um, you know, you don't have to follow me. You don't have to watch, and that's that's the beauty of being an American. You know, you can you can choose and to do and watch and, you know, think whatever you want to think, but you don't, you don't have to watch it. So I learned that from my girl, Jasmine Starr, who is, if y'all don't know Jasmine Starr, she is just, uh, as a person, I think as a person and business owner, she's just unbelievable. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to tell you guys really quick to kind of wrap the show up. Uh, so January and in the beginning of February have, like I said, have been um, kind of a reflecting time for me and I've just been kind of down in the dumps about it and, and mad at myself and, 
you know, all those, all those emotions that you go through when you feel, uh, you know, not, you're not where you want to be. And so it's funny though, because I had had a very, very good friend of mine, um, come on, well, not come on the podcast. I was, that was just like an automatic, like, (laughs) that was like a trigger, um, not come on the podcast, but we had a, a, a really good conversation, um, and she's a fellow uh, photographer as well. And she went over my um, galleries, and we're putting, uh, we're, we're going to redo my website, and given my brand like a little uh, refresh. So she was giving me some constructive criticism, and naturally, it's always hard to hear constructive criticism. But it's, I mean, I'm I would do it a thousand and thousand times over um, because it, they, it definitely makes you better. And, you know, we talk about this at, at Vero all the time. And so, and that's what I was kind of saying before that I wasn't taking advantage of the education that I was providing other people because no one ever, I never asked anybody to give their opinion on what I, on my brand. And, um, you know, these people, uh, I say these people, like they're like, you know, but the vendors that I had selected that I was so excited to work with, I didn't even I didn't even give myself the opportunity to have 10 minutes with them to say, hey, can you get can you do like a quick portfolio review? Because I was too busy building this workshop and, you know, on our off time, I just wanted to drink wine and have fun with everybody. So um, so anyway, so I I had the portfolio review and I was I was excited about it, but I was also um, a little insecure about it too. But I had an engagement session in uh, Fort Lauderdale on this past Saturday. And so I was like so geared up and ready to go for this engagement session. I was so, uh, I was like kind of anxious because I, I felt like, you know, what my friend and I had talked about I was going to implement 110%. And it was just really shooting the way that I naturally shoot. So, you know, shooting a lot of film, which I genuinely love shooting film. I mean, it does something to my brain. I don't really know how to describe it. If you do shoot film, you know what I'm talking about. It's very expensive, obviously. Um, So that's always the big drawback. Um, but it really does just slow my brain down and allows me to my creative process to like really shine through. So I was so amped to shoot this engagement session and the session went so well. It was kind of a shitty day. It was raining. It was well, but it ended up really working out because we shot at this beautiful resort and it just, I can't, hopefully the scans come in like, like in 10 minutes. (laughs) I'm just kidding. They won't. But Um, but I walked away from that session and I felt so good. I was like the, a great way to start my client experience for 2020. And I was so excited about it. And so I left Sunday morning, uh, from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, it was the day of the Super Bowl, And, uh, so there was like lots of madness happening in that, happening in that area. It was kind of fun. You know, I love being in the center of all that kind of stuff. It just, 
you know, makes me feel alive. And um, so, but, so I get on the flight. Um, it was like a 8.40 flight. So I was back in Atlanta by 10.30 in the morning. And I was so amped. I was like, oh, I have the whole day. It's a beautiful day. It's like, you know, for some reason, it's like 65 here. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it's February. It's 65. It's fine. I'm cool with it. So... I was really amped and I was just so, I was like on a high coming off of that session. And I was like, I can't wait to send these scans. So I was thinking about all these things while I'm on the train to, uh, to my car or to from the terminal to terminal or whatever. So I get off the train and I, Oh, I'm going up the escalator and I start and I get to the uh, the bus that takes me to my car and I go to grab my ticket um, for my car out of my bag and I realize that my bag is not there. I don't have my purse. So I panic. So I run back um, and if in the Atlanta airport, um, they have once you go up the escalator, there's like it's. Once you come through the barrier of coming up the escalator, you are not permitted to go back because it's a secure area, yada, yada, yada. So um, I saw the, you know, talked to the cops, told them what happened, and I just started, I mean, everything was in there, my keys, my wallet. I did have my phone, thank God. I had my phone, um, but... I mean, I was just at a, I was just panicking and, and it sounds stupid. So I'm just going to give you a little backstory. So my bag had a lot of sentimental value. So I, it's, it was a Louis Vuitton bag and it's not that it was a Louis Vuitton bag. It was the fact that my family took a trip to, uh, the Amalfi coast and, um, I like almost makes me like tear up just talking about it. So we took a, a a trip to the Amalfi Coast after my brother had graduated from UGA, which was a huge deal in our family um, because of his backstory and yada, yada, yada. So it was like a really emotional time. And so um, we all got on this. We From Positano, we got on this boat and um, – Oh my God, I'm like going to cry. Like, what is wrong with me? Okay. Um, so we um, got on the boat and we went to Capri and it was like this beautiful day. Um, and I got, my mom was so sweet and bought me this um, Louis Vuitton bag. And so, um, and it was just like the perfect day. It was the most beautiful day. We were all together as a family. And, um, it just meant so much to me. I'm so sorry. This is, like, ridiculous. Um, so, you know, to lose that, it was just so upsetting. It was just such a part of my heart and that memory that we had together. And, um, it just sucks that it happened. And so, I... I mean, I'm probably going to get so much shit for crying about a Louis Vuitton bag, but it really wasn't the value of the bag. I don't care about that. 
it was just that it was such a big moment in um in my in my life and my family's life and it just meant so much um so anyways <laughs> um didn't think I was gonna get emotional about it but it's just been so after that I um you know I was very upset and my mom had to come get me and we had to tow my car um from the airport because um in my wallet had the parking slip of where my car was and um all that kind of stuff so I would we were afraid that somebody was going to steal my car. So, uh, so we had to tow my car and then, um, you know, now I have to, I've been reaching out to the airport to see, I had to fill out all this paperwork. I had to, um, you know, figure out like how, um, you know, it, it was just like this big process. So, um, but I'm now it's been, it's Wednesday now. So, it's been a couple of days and I continuously keep reaching out to the airport thinking that maybe somebody has turned it in or, you know, but I have gotten confirmation that nobody has turned it in yet. So it's just been, um, so I have to get, you know, all new cards. I had my husband's cards. I had my cards. I had my license. I had, um, it's just like, oh, it's just been a mess. So, um, you know, I think when you're already in a dark place and you're, um, that something like that happens, it just kind of, it just brings all those emotions back, um, that you were working on and that you were working through and it's tough. Um, you know, and I just think, like I said, you know, you have no idea what other people are going through and my Louis bag and my this situation I'm not saying is like a super big traumatic thing by any means I'm just saying I mean there are people that are going through serious things in their lives and even whether it is serious or it's not serious you know it's you have no idea what's going on with somebody and so I just feel like to judge and to perceive them in a certain way is just such a horrible thing. And, you know, so I, that's what I just really want everybody to kind of take away from this episode. And I'm sorry, I like got super emotional, but, um, you know, it just, it's just been, like I said, when something like this does happen, it brings up all these insecurities in yourself and insecurities of uh, self-worth and, um, you know, that kind of stuff that we talked about last week. So obviously I need to get off and just go listen to my other podcast. Um, so, but it's just, you know, life's not easy. And, you know, we all go through things that are so... Um, like, I mean, the things that go, that happen to me on a daily basis, I just really feel like I could just, like, it's just not real sometimes. I mean, it's just like, are you shitting me right now? Like, this is, this is it. This is what's happening. I mean, it's just, you can't even make it up, you know? So I just wish, and I want to preach to my, my friends in this, in this platform, in this audience that, you know, to be kind and to be 
be good citizens and to, you know, really try to kick that jealousy and those insecurities square between the eyes and just, you know, not bury them. I don't think bury them because that's not good either. Because burying them is only going to make them come back twice as strong. So, but you have to fight them and you have to fight them back and eventually they will surrender. So I encourage you to do that. And so again, I'm so sorry. It's so embarrassing. I got emotional. Hopefully you'll be able to like hear through my like sobbing. Um, But I really appreciate you guys and I just wanted to come on myself this week because I had um I had Catherine Wright scheduled to come on and who's a very dear friend of mine who is a powerhouse of a woman and I just really wanted to come on myself and talk about all these issues that I've been dealing with and that society is dealing with and all the things so I appreciate you guys so much I I genuinely do care you know about you guys and I want you know I want to know you know how you guys are doing and anything that I can help you with you know you know I'm always here for that so please feel free to reach out to me at any time and um, I hope you do because I love connecting with y'all so I wish you guys a really great rest of your week and thank you guys so much for listening I would love for you guys to comment and subscribe um, because yeah, because I love reading them and I really appreciate you guys. So have a wonderful week and I will talk to you guys next week on another episode. Bye guys. You need to love yourself first. Um, As women, we have been programmed to believe that it's our job to serve, to serve other people, to take care of other people first. Um, You need to remember that self-love is not selfish. You have to be able to put yourself first because you cannot know your worth if you're not in love with who you are.